Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Consider This podcast. My name is Savan. And this is Faith. And we're so happy to have you guys back with us. Um, This is a podcast where we talk about real life from a kingdom perspective. Absolutely. And this week we have another good episode in store for you. But before we hop into that, as always, we want to give you either a scripture or a person from the Bible that we've been feeling like. Yes. So, Savannah, what are we feeling? A person or a scripture? I would like for you to go first this time. You know, we're going to switch it up. (laughs) And that's what just caught me off guard. Okay, of course. So, I've been feeling a scripture instead of a person, same as last week. So it's the book of Luke, and I'll just kind of give you a background in the story. He's talking about a guy that came up to him and said, you know, Lord, I want to follow you. And it's Luke chapter 9, verse 59, where the Lord tells him, follow me. Mm -hmm. And the guy replies, he says, but he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury the dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another one also came to the Lord and said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let thee first go bid them farewell. Mm -hmm. And so the part that was really resonating to me is the but and the let me do this first type thing. Because recently, these last couple of weeks, God has been calling me uh, to go deeper with him. Mm -hmm. But I've been like, well, hold on, Lord, because I'm at the end of, you know, my graduate school and I'm like, I got work to do Mm -hmm. or this is coming on. And I feel him calling me deeper, but I keep kind of pausing and saying, well, wait, I need to do this or this is in the way I can't you know spend this much time or devote this much time because I'm doing this and as I was reading Luke this morning God really pulled the mirror to me and was like hold on because uh, one thing I'm good at is I do be judging a little bit people in the Bible so when I read this I was like why are you telling the Lord hold on you know right. I'm like it's God you go and immediately that mirror came up and God was like, you know, you've been doing this to me this whole week. And so I resonated with this because as quick as I was to say that, why would they say, hold on? God was like, that's what you're doing. So mm-hmm. I resonated with the scripture because it caught me up and I'm going to, instead of being like, well, let me put this first. Because at the end of the day, everything that I'm putting before God, I wouldn't have without God. Right. right? Like right. I wouldn't have the opportunity to study or to do all this extra thing. And so either I can put God first or God can knock out whatever I put first and second and he's ultimately going to be He first. can wipe it on out. Exactly. So <laughs> that's what I related to this uh, this morning, actually. What about you, a person or a scripture? Well, first I want to say I think we all resonate with that because, oh, yeah. I mean, we're constantly telling God to wait. Mm-hmm. Even when he's pulling us out of a relationship mm-hmm. or pulling us from a job or a dream, we're always like, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll work if we do yeah. it this way. Or maybe, first you know, just hold yeah. on. Uh-huh. Um, So, yeah, I definitely think that was a good one. For me, um, I've been reading Romans this Mm. past week, and I love Romans. You know, it's Paul speaking, so, you know, he's spitting facts. Yes. Um, But one scripture that I wanted to talk about was Romans 2.13, and it says, For it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in God's sight, but it is those who obey the law, and those will be, they will be declared righteous. Yeah. And that really spoke to me because growing up, like, I would always look at older people and, like, they know all these 
all this scripture mm-hmm. and they know everything about the Lord, but like I would see them doing the opposite. Yes. <laughs> right. Just because they know it, are they living yeah, it? Yeah, and it was confusing to me. And mm-hmm. as I've grown up and as I've begun to learn scripture and learn his word, yeah. I've been convicted in certain situations because mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, I know the word, but I'm not acting on right. the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in the end, I know that when I'm at heaven's gates or however it will happen, mm-hmm. He doesn't want to know that I can quote scripture. It's not right. a spelling bee. Yeah. Like he wants to know that my heart was changed right, um, right. through the word and mm-hmm. that um, I was a vessel mm-hmm. while I was here. So yeah, that was my scripture for this. I like that. Yeah. And I like how you tied it back to what we're used to seeing when mm-hmm. we grew up in the church. Yeah. Because some things we're so used to, you know, being okay or being done that it almost feels like it is biblical. Mm-hmm. But then when we backtrack and we read the Bible, like, hold on, God <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I like that. I did. Yeah. I did. Okay, so now that we've got kind of how we've been feeling out of the way, mm-hmm. we want to hop into our topic for this week, and it is all about failure, setback, rejection, disappointment, mm-hmm. how we handle that, what that means to us. And so we're going to start off with our first question. Okay. Okay, our first one is easy, right? How do we handle rejection and disappointment? What are kind of some of the first things that we go to when we're rejected or when we view disappointment or when we get disappointed? Um, if I'm being honest, when I feel disappointment, I definitely go through the emotions. Yeah. You know, I definitely go through the emotions. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I start questioning everything. everything. Like my worth, mm-hmm. my purpose, mm-hmm. like did God hear me? Is right. he here for me? Right. Um, all of those things. So I won't say that I'm perfect, mm-hmm. but as I've grown in Christ and as I've had more disappointments and mm-hmm. more rejection, I've gotten better at getting back up. I've gotten quicker at getting back Mm up. Um, So now I just tell myself what the word has told me in the past. Yeah, and I like how you said, well, I don't like it. It's unfortunate, (laughs) but something I relate to is Mm -hmm. when you said you question your worth. Because for me, when I'm rejected or experience disappointment, I feel like it's the easiest way for the enemy to start running his mouth because that word of worth right when we're Mm -hmm. rejected for something i feel like our deepest insecurities come out like it's like hold on was i not enough right whether it be rejection from like a guy a job any form of rejection for me makes me question well was i good enough like where did i slip up and then i again like how you said well you always go back to kind of quoting the word Mm -hmm. reminding yourself who god says we are and i think that's a really good tip because the main thing when I'm rejected is I start getting in my head. Yeah. Like, what did I miss? What did I do? Yeah. And the thing about the Bible is it's not just rules yeah. or stories. Like, mm-hmm. it's our help. Mm-hmm. It's our daily help for mm-hmm. the things that we go through. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So do you think, like, social media affects how we handle rejection or disappointment? What do you think about Absolutely. Social yeah. media. <laughs> social media. Unfortunately, social media has a lot to do with a lot. Yeah. Um, but, but yes, because as we've spoken about mm-hmm. before, social media opens our eyes to other people's lives right. and the things that they have right now that we don't have. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's if they're walking in the same purpose that mm-hmm. you are looking to walk into, mm-hmm. um, that can be hard because you're like, 
you start questioning your worth like did god really call me to Mm -hmm. this like am i good enough for this you know i see that they're already successful right why am i not that Mm -hmm. successful it also puts things like on a time limit yeah because especially if you see somebody and they're your same age lord have mercy don't let them be younger right (laughs) oh younger it's like oh you know it really has you questioning yes again did i hear from god but the thing about social media is is we only see glimpse of people lives right mm-hmm. so we have no idea like when they started their journey they might have been 11 going through what we're going through at 20 whatever God needed to do to teach them to be where they are um, yeah because we have no idea you know like a lot of times when we fully walk in our purpose it's because we've been pushed to do so yeah. like we went through something mm-hmm. so tragic that, that it to- pulled us that way and so we have to think like what did that person have to go through mm-hmm. to and get to where they are you mentioned that that's going to come up in a little bit a little sneak peek of our positive things that happens mm-hmm. from setbacks yeah right? God pulling you towards uh, your calling yeah but yeah back to social media it can be I really think it can be so detrimental mm-hmm. when you're when you're already low and you're already feeling the feelings of disappointment or rejection maybe don't run to social media because it'll humble you real quick <laughs> you get on there you yes. see fancy houses yep. and cars and success and quote unquote the biggest pity party <laughs> man you're like no I, I'm just yeah. gonna throw my phone I'm just gonna put it in the in the tub yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, just I'm leave done. it. I'm, I'm done. gonna let it die. <laughs> <laughs> this time I'm not gonna charge it. it. Yes, I'm gonna let it die. <laughs> so with that being said, what are some tips that you can kind of give anybody who you feel like just experienced rejection or just experienced disappointment? I would say to first get into the word. Um, mm-hmm. Like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. um, it's important to remember what God says about you mm-hmm. and what he says about your life, that he has plans to see you prosper. I mean, yes. if he has plans to see you prosper, then whatever you're going through is, I, I don't want to say irrelevant, yeah. but it can't even compare. There's actually a scripture, I think it's in Romans, um, when Paul says that like our current sufferings can't. Yeah be compared Mm -hmm. to the joy that we'll see and Mm -hmm. i think that meant eternally as well Mm -hmm. but we can still use that um in our now Mm -hmm. because god has so much for us um one i feel like we make our situations worse (laughs) by staying stuck in Mm -hmm. staying stuck in them i feel like life is a moment like Mm -hmm. it happens like that you break up with someone okay Mm -hmm. uh or someone breaks up with you okay Mm -hmm. or you get fired okay or you didn't get the job okay whatever like that's just one moment but but then make it last longer we prolong it for for forever like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. i mean there's definitely been situations in my life where i should have been over it yeah but i i stayed stuck and that's a that's a vulnerable place to be because, like, once you hit that that mm-hmm. sweet spot mm-hmm. in um, disappointment, yeah. then you can be there. You can stay. You yeah. can be there yeah. for quite some time. Yeah. And that the enemy loves that. Yeah. Once he gets you there, then you're weak. Yeah. You're weak. And, and you know what? Something I feel like that can help shake you a little bit out of that that you're mm-hmm. talking about is seeking God and seeing, you know, what was the point of this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what... 
Because a lot of times, like we were talking about earlier, God puts you through something to enter you into purpose. Yeah. So sometimes those big disappointments, those big setbacks that really hit us hard mm -hmm. could be calling us to grow in a way that God needs us to be in order to step into purpose. Right. So for me, if I sit back and I ask God, like, okay, <laughs> this one hurt. Yeah. Because I know that he's not just going to hurt me to hurt me. Right. right? If, if it hurts, if he allowed it. Because even when we're talking about Job, the enemy couldn't just throw something at Job without God allowing it. You know, so if yeah. God allowed this failure, if he allowed this setback, it must be for my good. And yeah. so taking a moment to ask God, what from this do you want me to learn? And when I sit back and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I realized that I needed growth in this area or this taught me that. It doesn't make it not hurt any less, but for me, if, it, if I can make it make sense, yeah. I can kind of start getting through it. It gives it purpose. Exactly. Um, but another thing about Job is God wasn't worried because he knew the ending. Right. He knew Job was right. his ride or die. Exactly. Like, he knew he was loyal. He's like, I'm not Girl. worried. Like, look... Try Job, because yeah. I already know that Job, he's going he's gonna to stick with it. You know what's funny? I think I've told you the story before, but when I first started like really getting back into my word a few years ago, mm -hmm. um, I started reading Job. Like That was the first scripture, and when I saw that God was like, try my servant Job. Like He loves me. <laughs> Mind you, I ain't finished reading the story. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Lord, I mean, I was praying for a couple of weeks. I want a heart like Job. Like, Ooh, girl, girl. That's girl. like singing refiner. Girl, exactly. <laughs> But I didn't know, right? I hadn't finished Job, but now in hindsight, I was like, look what you did. Like you didn't put us through. But honestly though, if I'm speaking truly, how awesome is it to have a heart where God can look at you and say, my servant wouldn't forsake me, right? Yes. That's beautiful. Um, I wouldn't recommend saying the same prayer that I said, <laughs> but right. it, it still is a great sentiment to have a heart so after Christ that even God knows you wouldn't forsake me. And so when we're looking at disappointments, maybe we can look at it through that lens as well. Like, even though I'm disappointed, God is still faithful. Yeah. You know, he's still on the throne and having a heart a little bit like Job where if this happened, if God allowed this to happen, we can dive deeper into it and say, why did this happen? Yeah. And I think that um, it's okay to be mad at God. Yeah. He can handle it. Yeah. He can handle anything, yeah. including your little tantrums yeah. about what you're going through. And that brings you closer mm -hmm. to him in the end. You yeah. know, that's another form of vulnerability, telling God, like, hey, I'm upset that this mm -hmm. didn't work out. I'm upset that, you know, I didn't get what I was supposed to get. But right. what if he gives you something even better? Right. You know, like, what if it's your heart that he's trying to change? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we just never know. Mm -hmm. So we have to trust that he has it under control, like his word says he does. Right. And that was actually one of my questions I was going to ask you, and you kind of answered mm -hmm. it, is do you voice your concerns to God yeah. or your disappointment? Yeah, and you do, right? Yeah, absolutely. I talk to God like we're besties, right? Mm -hmm. So as soon as I, I'm feeling it or I'm feeling some type of way, I automatically run to him and share, like you're saying, my my heart. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very important when we're trying to make sure that we don't grow weary in our journey and grow bitter. Because mm -hmm. sometimes if we don't discuss our disappointment with God, I think it can lead us to being a little bit... A little chip on our shoulder. Yeah. Right? We're still going through the motions of a Christian. Yeah. But we're bitter. Yeah. And and that's a also another sweet spot of making sure you don't get stuck in the bitterness mm -hmm. of your disappointment. Mm -hmm. Kind of like what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, because I mean our God, our relationship with God is no different than 
in some areas no different than our relationships with people here right. on earth mm -hmm. and if you're in a romantic relationship and something doesn't go your way or they quote unquote disappoint you mm -hmm. um you get that out you yeah. know you speak on that because yeah. if you don't it just starts it's going to gonna build up mm -hmm. and then you'll have resentment and mm -hmm. then you'll start losing trust mm -hmm. because you're remembering every time before mm -hmm. that they disappointed you right and and look, it's a it's a bad place to be when you lose trust in bad place. Bad place because he's the only one that could. He's yeah. the only one that has you. And so that brings me to some points that I had written down. Mm -hmm. um, things to watch out for when you're dealing with. Uh, disappointment yeah. or I was going to say depression but back in there Sometimes. too um, <laughs> rejection or setbacks yeah. uh, so what I have down is anger mm -hmm. that's something that you should look out for because when we're not happy with situations in our life it shows yeah. through anger you yep. know you start to be grumpy and standoffish mm -hmm. and you don't want to help and you you, you just don't want to yeah to yeah absolutely and then i like i mentioned just before resentment yeah so if you don't get those feelings out and if you don't deal with what you're disappointed in mm -hmm. then it'll just build up mm -hmm. you know and then if you don't get closure yeah on that disappointment mm -hmm. like if you don't allow god to show you why something didn't work out yeah. then you'll end up resenting him in the end right. because you never you never understood mm -hmm. so it's still a problem to you yeah. in your heart um and then watch out for the enemy <laughs> at all times watch out for him because he is looking for a way to mm -hmm. i'm waiting on you to get you caught up <laughs> <laughs> to get you slipping kill steal, steal and destroy, destroy. <laughs> Funny story, she did that because that was my first scripture that I learned. Yes, see, <laughs> I was true. trying to help you, you right, out. You're right, you're right. Look, look. <laughs> catch you slipping. Look, um, right. close, close. <laughs> Same thing. Um, also look for signs that you're trying to take the easy way out. Oh. Uh, that's a Ooh, big one. That is a big yes. one. We start to settle. Yeah. When there's multiple things that do not go our way yeah. we start to mm -hmm. settle we go ahead yeah I, mm -hmm. I was just gonna say she came to me a little bit because i'm i'm really good for that mm -hmm. whenever i start seeing it too many rejections and i'm like i can't take it yeah. and i actually remember we're gonna talk about well you know let's hop into it now just a brief story of when we've been rejected or disappointed um for me if you don't mind i'm a okay. sidebar yeah. um once I one time I was disappointed was two years ago I was going back to work. I mm -hmm. was a teacher. And a good friend of mine, my best one of my best friends at the time, had we, we taught together, we worked together, she ended up passing away. Mm -hmm. And so I was sure that I was not gonna go back to that school because I was like, Lord, I can't do it. Like she was there, she's not here no more, I can't do it. And yeah. so I was looking for every other avenue. Um to go instead of that one, everything was getting shut down, mm. rejected, disappointed, setback after setback. And so when the day came around and that school started, I had to go to my classroom. I was, y'all, I was distraught like none other. I was so disappointed because what I realized is I was trying to take the easy road, right? Yeah. I was like, I can't go back there. This was too hard. Yeah. I want to leave. And I was so disappointed that God didn't provide a way for me because I was like, I'm not strong enough to handle this. Like, I'm super sad. I'm broken. And when God didn't provide a way, that bitterness started to seek in. Like, I was like, why would he put me through this? Like, I'm already dealing with the loss yeah. of a friend. Now I have to be here every day 
her classroom was right in front of mine, right? And so I was so disappointed and bitterness and anger started creeping in, just like what you said. Yeah. And then the enemy started creeping in like, yeah, well, you know, why would God make you be here? Mm -hmm. Why would he let you suffer? And because I didn't pick myself up and turn to God, I settled in that for the first six months of the school year. Like mm -hmm. I was in that resentment. I was in that bitterness. I was still going through the motions, right? Yeah. Uh, I am a Christian. I know God exists, so I ain't going to do too bad, but I was heartbroken. Right. And I stayed in that disappointment for far too long, and I started trying to find the easy way out. Like, I was like, well, you know, um, I could just go be a secretary. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to sit in there and learn what God was trying to teach me by having me go back to that school. I wanted the easy way. So right. I was on a job, you know, looking for everything. Lo and behold, literally that same year that I was there, God gave me promotion after promotion. Wow. Like, I won Teacher of the Year. I got accepted into a grant program that paid for me to intern yeah. and pay for my schooling. Yeah. Like, literally blessings after blessings. But I was willing to take the easy way out because I was too disappointed at the time. Right. And so, and I know I just, like, threw you off your list. <laughs> no, but no, I no, wanted no, to good. come in because it really just talks about what you're saying, how... When that enemy tries to sneak in or that bitterness of the rejection, if you sit in it too long, it can take you back. Absolutely. Because disappointment um, makes us lose sight of our purpose. Yes. We're disappointed too many times. Okay, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go do something else. Mm -hmm. We really start to think that God did not hear us or mm -hmm. that we heard him wrong. Right. Um, and a person I can think of in the Bible is Moses, you know, mm -hmm. when God called him to go lead the people out and he went and Pharaoh was like, nope, yeah. I'm not letting yeah. him go. And he went, he came back. Nope. I'm not letting time him go. Time and time again, right? <laughs> but God had to remind Moses of who he was. Yeah. He had to remind him of the purpose that he sent him on and, or the mission that he sent him on. He had to remind him of the ending, what he was going to bring out right. of that situation. Yeah. And I just admire Moses because even though he was doubtful, you yeah. know, what if he would have taken the easy way out? What if he would have just ran the other way and not gone to God with his uh, frustrations? Then the Bible would look a lot different. Yeah. It would look a lot You're different. You're absolutely right. And you know what? I think that caused us to kind of talk about um, losing patience. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it comes with losing trust in God, but kind of when you're disappointed and experience setback after setback, you're kind of like, like we're talking about wanting to take the easy way, wanting to just hurry up and quickly get it done. Um, and it reminds me of, I'm always reminded of, you know, when uh, Esau sold his birthright. You remember that story? Jake? He was, uh, so basically Esau came in from like hunting, you know, doing something and he was really hungry. And mm -hmm. so his brother Jacob had just made him some stew. Oh yeah, yeah, and, I remember. And he was like, okay, well I'll give you the stew if you give me your birthday. Yeah. And a lot of times when I'm sitting in my frustration of disappointment, I will be so quick to sell my purpose because I'm like, I just want to get out of this feeling. I yes. want to get out of this disappointment. Mm -hmm. But we have to take a moment to make sure that we're not settling just because of one disappointment. Because the story that I just told y'all about, you know, how I was bitter, how I was mm -hmm. struggling, I forgot about that until I was preparing <laughs> for this podcast. Yeah. So I didn't even remember those emotions until I God had to bring it to my memory. Mm -hmm. That's how quick God developed me from that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I couldn't even remember that pain yeah. until I had to go back and think of what was the time that I felt, you know, 
bitter over rejection. Yeah. And so don't sell your birthright, your purpose for a brief moment of peace when you can have it for longer. Absolutely. Yeah. So my last one would be um, kind of turning away from your Christianity because of disappointments. Have you ever had a moment? I haven't had a moment, but I've I've witnessed or heard about people who mm-hmm. have. You know, they've been disappointed so much, or they couldn't understand why God would hurt them this way. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of people go through. When I hear stories, I'm like, wow. I feel like the number one reason, um, like when I see things on social media uh-huh. videos, yeah, for like Antichrist or mm-hmm. whatever, it's always well. If God is so real, mm-hmm. why did he allow this, this, and that right. to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a that's a huge one. And I would say for me, like I've never turned away mm-hmm. from Christianity, but I have questioned God. Yeah. Like when my grandma was really sick mm-hmm. um, and she was like going into hospice and stuff, I did not understand. Like yeah. I knew that all people died, mm-hmm. but... My grandma was always so, like, loving and yeah. kind. Like, she was that girl, okay? <laughs> and the fact that she was, like, dealing with all this illness, yeah. I didn't understand because I was like, but she's been so faithful. Like, my whole life, she's at church creating, uh, decorating the bulletin yeah. board, and yeah. she's a missionary, and, like, she's all this stuff, and I didn't understand why someone would have to die that way right if god like loved his people Mm -hmm. or if he was real or whatever but i did get some insight on that and i had people around me to kind of turn me the right Mm -hmm. way so that i didn't stray too far for him but i think it's okay to question god absolutely um i think sometimes um whenever i'm questioning god the main thing that he approaches me back with is okay, where's your perceptive perception? Like, mm-hmm. what do you think of me, yeah. right? Are you serving me for what I can do for you? Mm-hmm. Or are you serving me because of what I've done already, yeah. right? We, through Jesus, have been cleansed, right? Yeah. There's so many things and so many reasons why God already deserves my praise. And so whenever I, again, I'm human. Of course I question. Yeah. There have been times where I've never left the faith, but I've questioned like, why would you do this? Mm-hmm. You know, why did it go that way? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. And every time it's like, am I God or are you, are you God? Right. Number one, I get humbled real quick. And then <laughs> I'm reminded that I'm serving him ultimately because to God be the glory. Yeah. If I don't serve him, like, what is the scripture? The rocks will cry out. Yes. He's going to get his glory, yes. right? And I, I want to do so willingly. And so it just brings me back to reminding me why I'm serving God. I have to remember that it's, it's not for what he can do for me, but it's because of who he is. That's what helps me, but I'm human. So I, I of course, have questioned it and had to take the time to really sit back and be like, okay, God, speak to me, please. (laughs) Yeah, and something I'd like to say to people who question God because of the things that happen in the world, I think we have to understand that he's given us free will Mm -hmm. and he's so faithful in his word, even with that, like you have complete free will Mm -hmm. and some of us choose to do good with that Mm -hmm. and some of us choose to do bad with that. But at the end of the day, God's still God. And even through the things that we choose to take, you know, the bad route, Mm -hmm. he can still turn it around for his glory and for our good. So we talked about a lot of the um, negative things that we deal Mm -hmm. with when dealing with um, rejection, but I want to talk about some positive outcomes. So I made a little list, and the first one I have is 
growing closer to God. So through our disappointment and through our rejection and our failures, this is an opportunity for us to grow closer to God. Because if we don't turn away from our Christianity and if we don't take the easy way out, then we're able to lean on him a lot more. And I can say that in my season right now, God is teaching me to lean on him, like solely him, you know? And it's been... There's so much joy in that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just talking to him the other day, and I was like, God, I like this, yep. you know? Yep. Just me and you, yep. we chilling. Um, but, yes, through that, I definitely believe that we can grow grow a closer relationship with yeah. God. Um, the second one is patience. Like, we talked about getting through those hard times definitely teaches us patience, which we need yeah. in a lot of areas um, as Christians, whether we're preaching the gospel mm-hmm. or just, you know, walking in that life, we need patience yeah. because we're dealing with a lot of things of this world. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have the backbone, if we don't have the foundation, mm-hmm. a lot of things will break us, Yeah, you know? Um, another one, building perseverance, which builds character, which builds hope, you know, that's scripture. And so through our sufferings, we know that it's getting us closer to the person that God has called us to be. Absolutely. Um, let's see. The next one is it leads us to the right things, you know, when we have to be patient, when we have to go through disappointment and setbacks and rejection, especially, it leads us to the right things, which keeps us away from the things that were never meant for for us. You know, Mm -hmm. if I'm getting rejected from a relationship or from a job, that saves me a lot of time Mm -hmm. and that saves me a lot of heartbreak like you may think that you're going through it right now because you've just been rejected from someone by someone or you've just been rejected by a job but you don't know what those two things were about to take you through absolutely and so we can find joy in rejection Mm -hmm. and disappointment because it's god's protection at the end of the day you know what i also feel like we can find humility in our failures because sometimes especially if you're you know checking all the boxes as a christian Mm -hmm. if you're doing everything right and you know you're getting everything sometimes unfortunately it can feel like oh i'm getting these things or i'm succeeding because i'm doing everything yeah when ultimately it don't matter you know we're always falling right and so my failures remind me that my successes have all been because god yeah right and so when i fail number one it gives me empathy for others because it helps me see like it's not just you can do everything right in the book. Like, Job was without flaw. Right. right? And then look at what happened. Right. And so, it's all God to be the glory. Right. If that makes sense. And I think sometimes when we fail, we're like, okay, now I have empathy for others who failed in this area. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you can do all you can and still not get it right. Yeah. And so, my compassion for others is there. And then it reminds me of the goodness of God that everything I have comes from Him. Yeah, and I love that because if we are putting, we have to be careful with that because yeah. if we're putting our hope in what we do, mm-hmm. then now we're serving what we do. Now we're almost becoming, you know, religious mm-hmm. instead of having that relationship, relationship. with God. Yeah. Like I said um, just before, in this season that I'm in, God is teaching me to depend on Him. Mm-hmm. So I know that He's getting He's getting me through everything that yeah. I'm going through, and it has nothing to do right. with what I'm doing. The only thing that I can say is like a huge contribution would be my obedience yeah, yeah. Um, and my ability to lean on him in yeah. this time but yeah. nothing else yeah. you know I could read my bible 
every single day and know every single scripture, but that's not why I'm making it through. Right, absolutely. It has nothing to do with how good of a Christian you are. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So we talked about Moses and how he dealt with setback and failure. And then we talked about Job, how he dealt with disappointment. Um, Let's talk about Joseph and how he dealt with rejection. Joseph, poor Joseph. Mm. If anybody was rejected, it was Joseph. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, You know, he... He was loved by his dad. Right. Very loved. Mm-hmm. Probably he was the most loved, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. And then his brothers completely hated him because of that mm-hmm. and because of the calling that God had placed on his life. Yeah. Um, and so they ended up throwing him away, you know, mm-hmm. leaving him for dead or selling him into slavery. And that was a huge rejection mm-hmm. to Joseph because he was rejected from his family, right. you know. And as the story of Joseph continued, he was also rejected when he was in, you know, the kingdom where he went to. Yes. Um, He got rejected and sent to prison because of something he didn't even do. Right. And ultimately, if you know anything about Joseph's story, it ended up he became this great man in the land and he was able to help the same brothers and his father who rejected him. And I think it goes to show how God can place these rejections in your life because they completely align with your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes my encouragement would be not to get so caught up in the people who rejected you. Yeah. Because Moses' brothers, not Moses, excuse me. <laughs> Joseph's brothers were simply doing their role in Joseph's life. Yes. Like God had that bitterness because he needed Joseph to get to where he was supposed to be in order to attain his purpose. And so I wouldn't put, I mean, you know, of course, sometimes we get mad at the people who rejected us, but don't put too much weight on them because... They're just doing what God put on there, like what they had to do to get you to your purpose. Even like Judas with God, yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Absolutely. was like, uh-uh. And even with Peter in the garden, when Peter was trying to defend him, yep. he was like, no. Exactly. Don't defend me. Don't come for them because this has to happen. Exactly. You know, they're just playing their part. Exactly. Um, but I love Joseph's story because at the end of it, he had been placed second to the king. So he had authority, Mm -hmm. Um, but he didn't allow that to turn him into um, a person of power Mm -hmm. and, you know, greed or anything. When he saw his brothers again, he was able to show love to them. He was able to provide for them. And I can't help but think that because of his failure because of his rejection because of those moments where he had to depend on god to Mm -hmm. see him through god was able to build in him the right character Mm -hmm. was able to breathe the right hope into him Mm -hmm. and so that's just another example of why we shouldn't take the easy way out and we should stick to whatever god is calling us to do absolutely So as we wrap up, you know, this week's podcast, we encourage you to really take heed to some of the tips that we gave. Mm -hmm. Also, we're, as always, we love to hear your feedback. If you have tips for us or ways that, you know, we could do better handling disappointment or setbacks, this is Consider This, so we would like to consider your opinions as well. Um, But thank you guys for joining us this week. Yeah, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Strong. (laughs) Are you a coward?